listening to audio from Faith Church, located on the north side of Indianapolis. If you'd like to check out more information about our church and ministry, please visit faithchurchindy.com. Welcome to this week's edition of Faith Stories. I am joined this week by Jolie Pinkston. She is a student at IU, which you'll hear more about very soon. Um, She's been attending Faith Church for her entire life, and we are very glad to have you here today. Thanks, happy to be here. Yes, so glad to see you. Um, So today you're gonna be talking about how comfort is the thief of growth. That's your topic. Um, But before you dive into that, Could you just start off by telling us a little bit about yourself, um, where you grew up, your family, all the basics? So my name is Jolie, and like you said, I grew up going to church here. Um, I went to Heritage Christian School for my whole life, (laughs) and um, I have an older sister and a younger brother who've been running around the walls of this place, too. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and like you said, too, currently I'm a student at IU and studying business. Okay. So you've had a lot of consistencies in your life, um, at least early on, you know, a stable family, um, same school for 13 years, same church for many, many years. And so then when it came time to take the next step and go on to college, um, pretty much no matter what you chose, it was going to be a big change. But can you walk through that process? How did you decide where you were going to go? I knew that I wanted to stay somewhat close to home, at least a comfortable, drivable distance. Um, But then the next big question was if I wanted to go with a private school like I had been going to and really enjoyed or um, switch it up a lot and go to a big public school. Um, And that was something that I was really wrestling with. And it was actually after I came to a worship night here um, that I really just felt the Lord saying, I didn't call you to become I want you to trust me. And I think that those two little sentences um, have really stuck with me. And so um, I think that was the little push that I needed um, that ultimately landed me at IU. So in addition to being in a new college, a brand new place uh, Mm -hmm. away from home, you also embarked on a new sport at that time. I did. Can you talk a little (laughs) bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So my senior year, Um, I wanted to try something new in the spring, and my brother was a freshman at the time, and he was like, if you try track, I'll do it with you. And I thought that that was adorable and was like, great, an opportunity to spend more time with my brother before I leave. Um, And I did really enjoy running. And so I tried it out, and after after a few meets, my coach kind of pulled me aside and was like, are you sure that you don't want to run in college? I have people asking. And I was like, no, <laughs> I don't think I do. At that point, I had already decided I wanted to go to IU. So I was like, maybe if I can run at IU, I'll consider it. Um, so he got me in contact with their recruiting coach, basically, um, with IU's recruiting coach. And yeah, it kind of, after several several chats and visiting the campus and everything, um, they were happy to offer me a spot, which was um, unexpected and a huge, huge blessing. Um, and so that was kind of, the initial, um, how, how I got to even run at IU. And then, yeah, since then, um, I am actually on the cross country and the track teams, which cross country is definitely not, um, my specialty or what I would choose to do. Um, and that's something you had never done before, right? right like right. college cross country was your first experience. Mm-hmm. That, that yep. just amazed <laughs> me. <Yeah. laughs> yes. So that was an entirely new experience, which I think was a blessing in a way, um, because I didn't really have anything to compare it to. It was just like, I know this is going to be hard, um, but I'm going to do what they told me to do and, um, hopefully get better through that. Um, and it, it just was such a blessing, although very, very difficult, um, just to, to meet so many people and, um, have the opportunity to run at a very competitive school. 
Yeah, I think that's really amazing. You hear people training their whole lives to try and get on a team in college and like your story is just so cool how it worked out almost randomly with your brother asking you that question. Right. Yeah. Um, what events and track did you do in high school and what did you do in college? Mm -hmm. I ran pretty much just the 800 in track in high school, um, a few four by fours, which is pretty much what I do now as well. Sometimes they throw me in the mile. Um, but I'm pretty much an 800 runner. <laughs> okay. So, um, you know, going to IU is a big change. Um, you know, you're running track now, and that wasn't part of your long-term goal. Can you talk a little bit about how God has used that, being on the track team, to kind of grow you as a person and grow you in your faith? I think it's definitely the people that uh, make the di biggest difference. Um, at, there are some great believers on my team who really encouraged me. Um, and one in particular, um, sweet Abby, was a freshman this year and she's the one who actually said that comfort is the thief of growth and um, that really hit me. Um, it was kind of when we were talking about how we've been growing over the summer and she said, I know that people say that comparison is the thief of joy, but I also think that comfort is the thief of growth. And I thought that that was just such a fitting thing given, given my story of how I got to IU and um, yeah, competing at a high level and training um, at that level is also really difficult. And so um, I thought it was just a cool way to, to kind of tie everything in of, wow, yeah, you really grow so much more when you're not comfortable. Yes, I love that. I think that's, that's really wise. Um, and I think it's very evident in your story, you know, how you got to IU and, and got to, your, to, to the track team. Um, are there other circumstances in your life where you've also kind of uh, lived out, you know, comfort as the thief of growth? Absolutely. Um, I think after she said that, I started kind of looking for patterns or things that had happened. And I'm like, wow, yeah, that, uh, when it was a time of a lot of growth, that was often a time where I had made an uncomfortable decision or was just in an uncomfortable position. Um, I think one of the first that comes to mind is last summer I had um, to figure out what I was going to do for an internship um, for my degree. And two summers ago, I had gone to Israel with a group called Passages Israel, and it was an incredible experience. They helped send Christian college students um, to spend nine days learning about Israel and um, Christian faith and Jewish faith. And um, so I really loved the, the mission of them. And so I reached out asking if it would even be possible to have an internship there. Um, but I also applied to an internship with a well-known company in Indianapolis um, and was offered both. And so that, like, I don't know. It, I think it was a really tough decision because on one hand, I w if I chose the one in town, I would be able to, to live with my family and save some money. I would have a great community within about 20 minutes. Um, just everything, uh, even good things, um, kind of said that that was the easy option. Um, but I knew that the Lord was calling me to the maybe scarier option with um, in a different city that I'd never been to. Um, a couple of my teammates lived there, but I didn't know anyone else there. And um, yeah, working with a nonprofit would just be really different than working with a big company here. And so there were just a lot of things that were kind of unknown. Um, but Jenny Peglo actually connected me with the host family um, to live with in this new city. And it was an absolutely incredible experience. Both um, I was still able to learn a lot business-wise, but um, really the family that I lived with has just been such a constant blessing to me. I even spent some of my Thanksgiving break with them, and they just really become like a second family to me. So I think that making that seemingly uncomfortable decision at the beginning has just helped me to, to grow and experience a lot more life because of that.
Yeah, it sounds like such a cool organization. I hadn't heard of them before meeting you and talking about this. Um, what kind of things were you doing with them? Yeah, so I was helping out just in their business operations, so it ended up being a decent amount of accounting, um, but I also was able to work um, with a lot of different groups, so I was able to look more at um, what involves in planning trips and just, um, yeah, a lot of different aspects of what what they do. <laughs> yeah, what a wonderful opportunity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, you've talked about comfort being the thief of growth, um, but you're someone who very much values rest and values um, taking time to slow down, mm -hmm. which um, I know you have a lot going on, so that <laughs> probably takes a lot of planning and work. But can you talk a little bit about the difference between comfort and rest and what that means to you? Absolutely. I think that it was something that I hadn't thought about much actually before we were talking about this, but I think there is an important distinction um, because I think that comfort is oftentimes a lot more passive and it's something that you maybe don't recognize um, that you're comfortable until something disturbs that comfort. So it just can be a place where you can almost be stuck, where I think that rest is something that's very in intentional and it's um, intentional time spent with the Lord or in community. Um, for the betterment of, of your faith and your soul. Yeah, so you've taken this um, practice of resting and, and you do it in a sort of weekly official way. Um, talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so two years ago I went to Urbana and um, someone was speaking about, about rest or they um, recommended a book. It was called um, Sabbath Keeping, Finding Freedom in the Rhythms of Rest. And I went and bought it immediately. <laughs> and um, I think that that really helped frame my mind about what Sabbath means and what it looks like and how it really is such a gift from the Lord. It's not like, oh, I can't do any work this day, but it's really a reminder that I don't have to work in order to like please the Lord. But this is a day that he has given me to rest in him and to do life-giving things um, that maybe I don't make time for during the week. And so I think that that's been a really um, sweet journey to kind of figure out what that looks like for me because I think that there is a lot of grace in it as well. I remember um, talking with Kelly Martin about it and she also was talking about how how it's a process and how you need to give yourself grace through it. And there are different seasons and your Sabbath might look different in different seasons and that's okay. It's, um, it's the heart behind it. Yeah. So what does it look like for you? Because I know you're a college student, you have track, you know, you have other things going on. How do you make it work? Yeah, it definitely, um, like I said, kind of looks different in different seasons. Um, but I generally try um, to limit some of the things that I normally do during the week. Um, I don't really check emails or work on homework or go on social media. Um, just try to have a break from some of those things that can tend to consume my mind um, or just make me more anxious or those kinds of things. And I try to be really intentional about spending time with other believers and spending alone time either journaling or in the Word or reading, um, just doing some things that I enjoy and I know are good for me, but um, maybe aren't as big of a priority during the week or just seem to get pushed aside. Mm -hmm. So if you don't mind sharing, like what does a typical Sabbath day look like for you? Um, so I think I, I have practice in the morning on Sundays. And so I go to that. And then after that, I try not to do anything that's working out solely for the purpose of being more fit or something like that. Um, so going to the park would be fine because that's something I enjoy. Um, but so after that, um, generally we'll either go to church or um, have some quiet time then. Um, and then 
in the early afternoon if there's a sporting event, I'll maybe go to that with a few friends. Or um, if I have gone to church in the morning, just take take some time to really read and just to be alone. And then in the afternoons, I generally have Bible study. And then if I didn't go to church in the morning, I'll go in the evening. And then um, just have some other friends over. We just call it hang time on Sunday evenings at my apartment. Um, and people come over and we'll play games or watch a movie or go get donuts or <laughs> just um, do something that kind of lets us all have some time together and just do life together before we go back to the, the chaos of the week. Have you found that um, having a Sabbath and taking this day to intentionally rest and get away from some of the busyness, do you find, does it make you more stressed out the rest of the week trying to get things done or, or how does that work out? Yeah, that's definitely a concern I had going into it because I had a couple friends who did it and they're like, no, it really, like, you don't, um, you don't miss that time that you think like on Sunday, oh, I should have been studying. They always found a way to get things done. And I've also found that I, I'm most proactive on Monday mornings and I'm just ready to go. And, um, there haven't really been times that I'm like, oh, if only I had studied a little bit more or had, had worked on this homework assignment on Sunday. I think it's helped me use my time more wisely the rest of the week. Um, so in the past, if I maybe wouldn't have worked on something on a Saturday morning, but I have a couple hours. Now I'm a lot more intentional about that so that I can have that intentional resting time on Sundays. Um, and so I think overall it's been a really good thing, although it was intimidating at first for sure. It's overall, um, it is a restful thing and not, not a stressful thing. Do you have any advice or any um, tips for getting started for somebody who maybe has never done a Sabbath um, weekly before? Um, it can sound a little bit intimidating, you know, with just the busyness we have going on. And I know life doesn't look quite normal right now, so maybe now's a good time to start it. I don't right. know. But do you have any <laughs> tips for getting started? Um, I think that reading that book that I mentioned, um, The Sabbath Keeping, or just books in general, uh, or doing some more research about why you keep a Sabbath is important because I think the reason I didn't take it for so long is I didn't really understand how life-giving it can be and it just seemed like it was more of a burden or just not feasible. <laughs> and so I think just um, kind of getting past that barrier and um, reminding yourself that there absolutely is grace um, and that it's something like for your betterment and for the growth of your faith, um, even though it doesn't, it doesn't seem to look normal to the world or, yeah, those around you. I think that you just have to kind of try it <laughs> and see what works for you. Mm -hmm. Yes, I, I just love that idea. I'm going to find a way to make it work. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Convinced of this. Good. <laughs> love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, so you're about to go into your second senior year at IU. How yes. did that come about and what does that mean exactly? <laughs> yeah, so in track. It's not super uncommon to take a fifth year if you have redshirted a previous season. Um, but in my mind, I was just ready to be done in four. Um, so we found out that our season was canceled at the beginning of March and that hit me really hard. Um, but I was like, well, I guess this is it. I'm done. Um, and I think I could have been at peace being done. Um, but my coach called me after that and was like, are you sure there's no chance that you'll come back? Um, is there any part of you that wants to? And of course there was. Um, and so I talked about it a lot and prayed about it a lot, um, talked with, with my trainer and, trainer and different mentors. And I think that ultimately the, the choice kind of was up to me that the Lord is like, you, 
you can um, have two different options, like whether or not you go back, I can use you. And so I think that that was encouraging. Um, and I think that ultimately I was just reflecting on my time there and how wonderful it's been and how it really has helped me grow and push me. Um, it's given me an opportunity to pour into my teammates and just um, so many people around me. Just college is such a unique time and I've just absolutely loved it. So I think the opportunity to go back and potentially have another season and um, be able to finish out what I've been training for. Um, all those things, it's just like, well, if I can, why not? Kind of like a once in a lifetime opportunity to, to get to have a do-over, basically. Right, are you doing cross country again? Probably, <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think that that's part of the deal. <laughs> okay, it all yes. goes together. <laughs> yes, yeah. so um, it kind of depends um, if like, hopefully I'm healthy through the whole season. Um, I had been battling some injuries at the end of last season. So um, I think it'll kind of depend on just where I'm at in progressing back, how much I compete for cross country, but I do have eligibility. Okay, that's, mm. a, that's really <laughs> exciting. Yeah. Um, what does that mean for you academically to go back and, mm -hmm. and still be in school another year? So there are a couple different options, um, but I am choosing to extend my undergrad education. So I will be able to add a major in the business school. Um, so I'm looking at adding management or tech management, which is like information systems. Um, and might actually be able to do both <laughs> depending on um, how classes work out. But Okay. Yeah. That's another unexpected opportunity. Right. Absolutely. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What did it do, though, when, when you were given the option from your coach to potentially come back? Um, because you had something else lined up after school, right? I did. Mm -hmm. So what did that look like for you? Yes. So I had a job lined up in Indy, actually, um, to start this fall. Um, so that was another reason when I was like, well, I can't go back. I have a job. I've committed to that. Um, but one of my teammates actually asked her job if they'd be willing to defer her start date for a year. And, um, so I followed suit and, um, asked the same. And I, I honestly expected them to say, no, you committed to this and we want you to come. And I was like prepared and willing to do that, but they were super gracious and like, we don't want you to, to feel like you've left anything undone. And we fully support you, um, if you choose to go back to school or if you choose to come work here. Um, so that was, that's awesome to know that I am going to a really great team. So I'll just be starting with them, um, in August of 2021 after I graduate. Okay. So you'll really mm -hmm. still get to do both then. I will. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. What yeah. an amazing opportunity. Um, <laughs> you know, looking back on all the times in your life where you have made the difficult decisions, you know, choosing IU or choosing um, to, to go to college track, you know, all these things that you could have taken an, an easier road along the way. Um, have there been any scripture verses or any um, insight from the Bible that's really helped you along this journey? Mm -hmm. I think that my, my favorite verse is Proverbs sixteen nine that says, In his heart a man plants his course, but the Lord determines his steps. And I think that's just such a great reminder of how the Lord gives us passions and gifts and um, wants us to go pursue those things. But ultimately, he's the one who is with us every step of the way and is guiding that. And so, um, yeah, I guess I knew I wanted to go to college, and he just helped me kind of find, find that way. Um, I don't know if that's the best way to explain it, but I think just having having those two ideas in mind that, that we do get some choice and we get to pursue things that we, we want to do, um, but ultimately the Lord is going to use that for his glory. And so 
I think that, that that's been a really encouraging thing through the process. So you have another year left at IU, and then you have um, a job lined up after that, which is really exciting. Um, how can we be praying for you right now? I think just continuing to, to trust the growth process, I guess, that the Lord will continue to grow me however he sees fit, um, and that that will be an exciting rather than a nerve-wracking thing to, to pretty much know I'll be taken out of my comfort zone in order for that to happen. Um, and then I think also for my fifth year, um, I think I mentioned earlier, I've battled some injuries in the past, so just that I'll be able to stay healthy and um, be able to to perform to the best of my ability um, and really be able to be present with my teammates because I think that's one of the hardest things of being injured is not getting to train with teammates consistently. So I would love as many opportunities um, to, like I said, continue to pour into them as much as possible. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, mm -hmm. we'll be praying for you and I want to awesome. hear updates on how the season goes. <laughs> Absolutely. So exciting that you get another chance to kind of have some closure when that was taken away from you mm -hmm. before. Yes. So it's, it's cool to see how that worked out. I'm very thankful. Yeah. So yes. thank you so much for being here with us today. Absolutely. Um, really en enjoyed hearing your story. So I hope you'll come back. We're going to take a few weeks off. And on July 12th, we'll be back with another Faith Stories from Randy and Allison Aulis and guest host Joey Wiestman. So I hope you'll tune in for that.